When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, you guys? For this episode of The Rockney Cast, I'm going to cover and share with you one of my favorite series on Netflix of all time, The Last Kingdom. We're going to get a little bit into why it's so great. I'm going to give Netflix a little free advice as to how they can improve the quality, not only of this episode or this series, but Netflix as a whole. And it's going to direct re relate directly to how awesome Last Kingdom is. And third, I'm going to kind of identify who's it for. But the bulk of this episode is going to be focused on why Last Kingdom is so freaking awesome. It's one of the best series that I've ever seen on Netflix. And so I thought I'd share it with you because I don't know about you. Do you ever like look at Netflix and you're like, oh, my God, what should I watch? It just There's too many options. Well, I'm going to make it simpler for you. Watch Last, King, Last Kingdom and you're going to freaking love it. I'm going to try to do more of that because I do watch Netflix. What the heck? Why not kill two birds with one stone? Absorb a little creativity, make a little creativity. So first off, what does Last Kingdom cover and why is it so important? It covers the Viking invasion of England in the 8th and 9th century A.D., an area of history that I knew almost nothing about. And it focuses on King Alfred, who was king not of England, of Wessex as such, which was a smaller kingdom within the primary British Isle. I guess it would be called Britain. And I don't know about you, but I had virtually no idea about this area of history. It was a, it was a, it's sort of an area that I've just totally... Didn't know anything about. And I like to consider myself relatively educated. But my kind of history went something like this. You would have the, uh, you learn a little bit about the Greeks, right? And then you learn about the Roman Empire. Then you had a sense that the Romans, they had a rise. You know, Julius Caesar gets assassinated. They have three or four more centuries. Then they become Christianized. And then this period from about 500 to 1600 AD is kind of it's kind of just the dark ages right and then it gradually kind of picks up 13th 14th 15th century as the renaissance starts to emerge in full blossom I guess it'd be more the 15th and 16th century then you cover some of the great thinkers of the enlightenment into the 17th and 18th century and then of course you get the start of the French Revolution United States Republic and you move on to the 20th century, New Deal, et cetera. But this area of history, in terms of the 8th and 9th century, this was how England was formed. So Brits, I understand there's there's quite a few of you that actually listen to my podcast. So you should freaking watch this if you haven't yet, because it is so awesome. And I think it really represents the best of your country. Now, the series itself is based upon the work of Bernard Cornwell, um, and he wrote what's called the Saxon Stories, which is a semi-fictionalized history of this time period from basically 860 AD to about 950 AD, where the Vikings from Denmark and 
Norway, and I think to some degree, Sweden were invading Britain and actually taking territory and ruling as the, the country itself. And they nearly took over the entire thing. And so that's what it's about. And, and there's five seasons on it. And each one is just spectacular. So I'm not going to give you any spoiler alerts, but I'm going to basically share with you why it is so good and why you have to learn about it. First off, it's the origin of England. I felt guilty that I didn't really know this much about British history and English history in particular, because, you know, the United States was colonized by England and we had a civil war with England, or I guess a war of rebellion against England um, to obtain our independence. And so for the United States history, it's extraordinarily important to figure out like, how did this country emerge? That is England. Well, in the 8th and 9th century, there was no such thing called England. There were several smaller kingdoms, and Last Kingdom focuses on Wessex, which was ruled by Alfred the Great, Mercia, which was basically adjacent to it. There was another one called East Anglia, and then Northumbria, which is where the primary character, Uhtred of Bevenbor, um, originates from. And so the, the plot line of this particular show is, is Uhtred, is a Saxon boy whose father is murdered by invading Vikings. And he, the father is killed and his brother is killed. And the invading Viking, Ragnar, don't you love that name, Ragnar? As an aside, last year when I did the rock throw at Nordic Fest, I named myself Ragnar. And they, they called me Rockner, so I thought it was kind of funny. No one really got the joke, but so if I do the rock throw next year and I call myself Rockner, hopefully you can laugh around with that. But okay, so back to the Last Kingdom. Ragnar then adopts Uhtred of Bebenbord, who is portrayed by Alexander Dryman, and he's freaking awesome. And so he has kind of this split identity. He's a native Saxon. And he's raised by this Danish Viking named Ragnar, who teaches him the ways of the Viking in terms of combat, in terms of the, the constellation of Viking gods, Thor, Odin, and Freya, and Valhalla, and all of these wonderful um, pagan Viking religious elements. So he's raised as a Viking or a Dane. And but he's originally from Saxon, so he kind of has this divided heart. Of course, he's just dispossessed of his land in Bevenbord, Uhtred of Bevenbord. And so the whole series is about this intersection of Wessex making its last stand against, and that's where it starts, against the Viking invasion. And so I'm not going to get into detail in terms of all of the plot lines, but all I'll just say is that the cinematography is amazing. It's beautifully shot. The acting is sublime. Um, each one, of, one thing I love about you Brits, and I think to some degree it's true, is that a lot of people that make it into film or TV have more of a classical acting background, where it seems like a lot of American movie producers just focus on how good you look. I mean, there's obviously a lot of good-looking British actors, and, and they're all very good-looking in this particular um, cast. But it seems like they place a greater premium on the ability to actually act, and they're more classically trained. 
And so the history of this is, is just amazing in terms of how they show England at this particular time, where it nearly was wiped off the map and almost became a province of Denmark, really. I mean, these were Viking kings that had taken over. And I felt a little guilt, guilty not knowing about this area of history, like, oh my God, I'm so ignorant. I got like, enroll in a community college in English history. I don't know anything. And then I learned that in looking this up, that Bernard Cornwell, um, author of the Saxon stories, also indicated that even in England, and some of my British listeners, hopefully you can confirm this, you guys don't learn this history, which to me is kind of astonishing because, you know, um, at least this is what, he reports, Mr. Cornwall, um, English history doesn't even cover this as much. And he said, you know, I grew up thinking like England was always there, but it really wasn't true. And I have a Nordic background. And what's really interesting on that is, is that there's no question that the Viking invasions of, of Britain played a central role in the formation of England as we know it today, because it's set into a chain of events, a whole set of forces that required these smaller kingdoms in England to both work together and in some cases conquer the adjacent kingdoms so they could repel this external enemy. And Cornwall said it was not even covered, even in English education. And so it's this series and it basically goes all the way from the rise of Alfred to the rise of his son, Edward, and, and then it covers the adjacent kingdom quite significantly, what was called Mercia. And Mercia was ruled by Ethelfled, who had previously been married to Ethelred. There's a lot of people named Ethel. And it's just an incredible aspect to this is everyone's named Ethel. So in any event, um, but, but, the, but the cinematography is beautifully shot. And in my opinion, it is far better than it's far better than Lord of the Rings on Amazon. And it was shot for pennies on the dollar. The action sequences in terms of combat are good. I, I mean, there's, there's hand-to-hand -hand combat, there's sieges of castle, there's thrilling sequences in the countryside. Um, I mean, it's really well done. It's very, very gory at times, but not not over the top, not like make you want to yak or anything like that. So it is gory, but, you know, if you're an adult, you can handle it. The writing is good. You know, a lot of times it seems like a lot of the um, key writer movies and, you know, that have these huge budgets, you know, like, for example, Doctor Strange, the sequel of the multiverse. They spent so much on the CGI, the plot kind of sucked. Lord of the Rings on Amazon evidently cost like about a billion dollars or something to do this. It was an insane amount of money, and they were spending it all on such special effects. And also Game of Thrones, I've heard the same thing there. A lot of money is spent on the special effects. One thing I'm proud to report to you is there's virtually, at least as far as I could tell, very little CGI. There's no dragons there's no, you know, magic as such. It's all very historical, but it's really good historical. So the writing is good. It keeps you on the edge of the seat. The characters are fantastic in terms of as the characters struggle with 
expanding and preserving their Christian culture that they had only recently adopted three or four centuries earlier. Um, the point of view of the pagans, which were the, the Vikings, primarily as I understand it from Denmark, but there were also some Viking warriors that made it to this area of England. And then kind of the intersections and the fights between these two cultures as England emerged as a nation state. And each episode is going to leave you on the edge of it, of your seat, and you kind of can't wait to watch the next one. So I just finished season five. Um, I'm not going to give it all away, but it is just the acting and, and this, it's kind of like Sons of Anarchy in the eighth or ninth century. Um, and I think you're, you're absolutely going to love it. Um, the second thing also relates to Netflix, and it's going to be a little bit of my free advice. You know, Netflix, I, I'm sure they thought about this, and I'm sure they have an explanation for this. But um, one of the reasons why I'm sharing Last Kingdom with you is it's one of the best series I've ever seen. Yet, I think it'd be very easy to get lost amongst all of the content that Netflix Netflix produces for original distribution on Netflix. So obviously, there's kind of a Goldilocks here in terms of how much you're actually going to invest in original content, because if you're just going to license other people's movies, we can always get it somewhere else. Last Kingdom is so good that like you should get Netflix just so you can watch Last Kingdom. That's how good it is. It'd be very easy to lose. And I think one of the things with Netflix, people have talked about it slipping in terms of its stock price. It's hard to know. Your time is valuable and you don't want to spend a lot of time having to search through all these different things. And you really know what, never know what you're really going to get into and what you're not going to get into. And it's nice to kind of know there's something you're really going to like. And so something like this could easily be lost. And so for Netflix, I would really advise you to just prune, get rid of a lot of this garbage. You have a lot of content that sucks. Prune it and keep the gems and just get rid of all the other content. And I know that you've produced it and I know it may be more complicated, but you've had some trouble with your stock price. So you don't want to lose these gems like The Last Kingdom. And so I hope you get the opportunity to see it. It's this fascinating area of English history. So you're going to learn about Mercia, about Wessex, about how close Wessex was to being totally defeated by the Vikings. And if had they done that, maybe we'd be speaking Old Norse today. It's, it's hard to say um, what would have happened, but it was very, very close the kingdoms of Northumbria, the pagans. They even at one point later on in the series get into the emergence of Vikings on Iceland. Of course, they get into some of the slavery of the Vikings, some of the more unsavory aspects of Nordic culture at the time. The language, they talk about the original names of York and London and Westchester, um, which was in Wessex. And it's just, it's really going to pique your interest. I, it, I'm really going to... Um, look into this area of history even more is based upon the um, Saxon Chronicles by Bernard Cornwell. And it is something that you trust me, you are going to love it. Finally, it's definitely not for the kids. So if you have any littles, like don't have them watch it because it can, the action scenes can be, they can be pretty violent, but it is probably one of the best that I've ever seen and so I, I think you just got to spend some time to watch it. Now, it is five seasons. So, I mean, get a life, like don't always watch it all the time. But um, I think you're really, really going to like it. So 
This is my first episode of the Rocking Cast. Um, you know, I was pretty productive over break, but not as productive as I should have been. But yeah, so not only am I going to talk about how you can improve mind, body, and spirit, we're also going to focus a little bit on what the hell you should watch on Netflix because sometimes it's hard to pick. And if I like something, I'm going to share it with you so you don't have to spend all your time wasted on trying to figure out, oh my God, what are we going to watch on Netflix tonight? So you're going to be able to have that in your back pocket. So that is this episode of the Rocky cast. I want to let you know, watch Last Kingdom on Netflix. It's freaking awesome. For my next episode, yes, I've given in. I read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. So we're going to do a deep dive into that book, why you should read it, how I came across it, some little kernels of wisdom that I got on it. And yeah, there is a reason why everyone reads that book. And so I have now read that book. And I'm going to share it with you on the next episode of the Rockney Cast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of 2023 in the Rockney Cast. We're going to continue to do all different types of topics. I just can't narrow in on one area. I can't only do it on fasting or only on stoicism because you kind of run out of stuff to do. So we're going to cover various regions in the uh, Driftless region that I think you should travel. Some really cool towns like McGregor, Iowa. Books that I'm reading. We're going to be covering movie. We're going to cover what I've learned in my observations, how you can improve your life in mind, body, and spirit. And hopefully we'll have a little bit of a conversation. I did depart from my traditional stoicism, which is in my recent episode where I focused on things that I cannot control, which is politics, in particular the Ukraine. I know it was a little broad in terms of me covering that, but I just had to make those, those observations because it's kind of like therapy. I just had, I had to get it out of my system. Normally, I like to focus on what I control and let go of what I can't. But politics, I, I think it's hard for us all to completely avoid it. So I might get into more political things, too. Let me know. It did engender a response from a friend of mine. Thank you so much. I won't name you. So you can continue to give me um, topics. Uh, so hopefully we can sort of create some more conversations. So my friends across the pond, for those of you who are still listening and have liked these episodes of the Rockney Cast, please reach out to me at rockneycast at gmail.com or rockneycole at gmail.com. I'd love to continue this conversation. Love to get your feedback on Last Kingdom, whether you had the similar observations that I did, but it is freaking awesome. Um, and so we're going to continue to put on this high quality content of the Rockney Cast. This is, I'm going on my third year of the Rocky Cast. I started it in May of 2020. I don't still have a huge audience, but it's kind of tiny but mighty. It's getting bigger and bigger. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Um, but it is something that I really enjoy doing. And so you can count on continued high-quality episodes of the Rocky Cast um, because that's what I want to do. Uh, I really enjoy doing it. It's a passion project, and I'm continue on putting on quality episodes. Please continue to share the word. Share it with your friend, your mom, your enemy, your lover, your dog. Share it with everyone um, because I want to grow this audience. And be sure to give me positive reviews, hopefully, on Spotify, Spotify, Netflix, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where podcasts are heard. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all have had a happy and healthy new year. You reach all your goals and you continue to tune into episodes of the Rockney Cast. So until next time that we see each other, happy new year and ready to see you on the next episode of the Rockney Cast.